Seem to fall asleep. There was so much on my mind, searching for that peace. But the peace I could not find. So then I kneeled down to pray. Pray, help me, please. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Kevin Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministries. We'd like to invite you to come out every Sunday, 11.30 a.m., 1609 Havana Street. That's Aurora, Colorado, 80010 in the Village Exchange Center Building. That's a place where we love God and we love people while making disciples along the way. Come and join us this Saturday, May 1st. 2021, 11 o'clock a.m., because we're going to have a Jesus Loves You revival. We're going to have some uh, hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, chips, uh, dessert, fruits, and, you know, just be able to fill your physical body and your spiritual body. So come out and join us this Saturday, May 1st. 2021, 11 a.m., 1609 Havana Street, Roar, Colorado, 80010. And if you want to be a blessing to Blow the Trumpet Ministries, go to Giveify and look for the Blow the Trumpet Ministries logo. Well, hallelujah and praise the Lord. Today I'll be coming out of Luke chapter 17, verse 1. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you, Father, dear Lord, that we have so much strength in you, Father, dear Lord, because you are a shepherd, Father. You are a comforter, comforter you are protection, Father. You are everything. You are all in all, Father. We give you glory, honor, and praise in the mighty, magnificent name of Jesus. Amen. Today's message is entitled, Don't Take the Bait. Don't Take the Bait. See, I've been reading this book over the past few days entitled The Bait of Satan by John Beverly. It's a book about the strongholds created to set patterns of reasoning through which all incoming information is processed. Although they were originally erected for protection, they become a source of torment and distortion because they war against the knowing or knowledge of God. When we filter everything through our past hurts, rejections, and experiences, we find it impossible to believe God. We cannot believe he means what he says. We doubt his goodness and faithfulness since we judge him by the standards set by man in our lives. But hallelujah, praise the Lord. Numbers 23, 19 
but God is not like man and he cannot lie. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. See, people do things to try and insult you, to try and discourage you, and to try and upset you because their goal is to offend you. See, anyone who has trapped animals knows a trap needs one or two things to be successful. It must be hidden in the hope that an animal will stumble up on it. And it must be baited to lure the animal into the trap's deadly jaws. See, Satan, the enemy of our soul, incorporates both of these tragedies as he lays out his most deceptive and deadly traps. They are both hidden and baited. Satan, along with his cohorts, is not as blatant as many believe. He is subtle and delights in deception. He is shrewd in his operations, cunning and crafty. Don't forget that he can disguise himself as a messenger of light. If we are not trained, I'll say it again, if we are not trained by the word of God to divide rightly between good and evil, we won't recognize his traps for what they are. One of his most deceptive and insidious kinds of bait is something every one of us has encountered, and that is offense. Actually, offense itself is not deadly if it stays in the trap. But if we pick it up and consume it and feed on it in our hearts, then we become offended. See, offended people produce much fruit, such as hurt, anger, outrage, jealousy, and resentment, strife, bitterness, hatred, and envy. Some of the consequences of picking up an offense are insults, attacks, wounding, division, separation, broken relationships, betrayal, and backsliding. Often those who are offended do not even realize that they are trapped. They are oblivious to their condition because they are so focused on the wrong that was done to them. They are in denial. The most effective way for the enemy to blind us is to cause us to focus on ourselves. See, this book that I'm reading exposes the devil's deadly trap and reveals how to escape his grip and stay free from it. Freedom from offense is essential for every believer because Jesus said it's impossible to live this life and not have the opportunity to be offended, Luke 17, 1. Jesus said, greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends, John 15, 13. See, we cannot lay down our lives for someone we do not trust. We cannot lay down our lives for God unless we know him well enough to trust him. We must know and understand the nature and character of God. We must have uh -huh, the assurance that he would never do anything to harm us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
To God be the glory. The bait of Satan imprisons countless believers because they don't see the bait. Understanding how the devil works can give us the upper hand against him and ultimately protect us from being caught up by him. We must stay in the word of God so that we can better equip ourselves to overcome Satan's temptations and know what to look out for when it comes to what Satan will tempt us with in the future. We must resist the devil by not becoming offended. We must come to a place where we trust God. Uh-huh. Can I get amen, hallelujah, and praise the Lord all at the same time and not the flesh. See, many of us give lip service to God as our source, yet we live as orphans. We take our lives into our own hands while we confess with our mouth, God is our Father and Almighty Lord. It is not difficult to obey when you know the character and love of the one whom you are submitting. Love is a bottom line in our relationship with the Lord, not love of principles and teachings, but love for the person of Jesus Christ. If that love is not firmly in place, we are susceptible to offense and stumbling. A person who is not careful, he or she lives his or her life, can cause others to stumble without knowing it. The sad reality about this is that such a person has a dreadful reward from God and not from Satan. This is largely because some of the sins people practice are not written distinctly in the Bible. This is not surprising because sins are invented by evil people daily. Romans 1, 30 through 32, backsliders, backbiters, haters of God, deceitful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedience to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affections, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God and they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only to do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. See, I encourage everyone hearing this word here today to watch out because the environment we unfortunately have been born into is fully succumbed to a sinful lifestyle such that it becomes very difficult for us to notice that we are practicing sin and causing someone else to stumble. It calls for us, uh-huh, to sober up and make a turn to save our life from the anger that awaits all children of unrighteousness, Romans 2.5. But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed. See, I love Christ very much, and I purpose to please him at all costs. See, Jesus commanded us to love each other in John 13, 34. A new command I give you, love one another as I loved you, so you must love one another. Hallelujah! And a showing of that love will be a desire not to cause another believer to do what he or she considers sin, 
even if we are convinced the particular action is not sin. See, love will cause us to want to build each other up, not pull each other down. It is only by God's intervention that man can overcome sin and make it to heaven. This is according to Matthew 19, 26, where Jesus said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just ask you to continue. Give me the strength, Father, dear Lord. Hallelujah, Father, dear Lord to be able to overcome such temptations, Father, dear Lord, and to put my whole and all trust in you, Father, dear Lord, and to trust no other because there is no other like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Isolated, flayed abrasions, flayed delayed, all night I waited. Christ was slain, his life you're saved with. Two things on that cross. One must have thought that Judas was a nice guy that he liked to hang with. The other took a flight with angels like it's 1980. That's the year that I was born. My father raised his son. I hate to run. I'm late for lunch. I can stay and wait just cause, but never knew what patience was. Not about you. I just take the bus. I'm drowning from my wasting up from your ounces when I drink the cup. These counselors, they play too much. Two pounds of herb. My favorite drug. Excuse me. Once again, if you want to be a blessing to blow the trumpet ministries, go to Giveify and look for the Blow the Trumpet logo. But I've lost the rhythm. The preacher said to forgive yourself. No problem, because I'm narcissistic. Far from Christian. She said that she needs a hand, but he's facetious saying, without thinking, he stole the Barbie and took her arms and ripped it. 